In this clip, we talk to Dennis Kang and we discuss his underground fighting days. How how was because because you're one of like the pioneers and stuff like Canada like uh, like Coach AJ says you're like one of the very first Thank black belts you. here in Canada. Like, what was it like like starting your fight career like at the like the dark ages of <laughs> of, of MMA? No, it's you're right. It was the dark ages. I mean. The word MMA did not even exist. People called it no holds barred or extreme fighting or, or ultimate fighting. And uh, I mean, we would go from gym to gym and, and train boxing here, train wrestling there, train jujitsu there. You got to remember most fighters, there was no ready-made blueprints for fighters to train, mm -hmm. right? Like nobody, you, you know, we just kind of had to wing it. Nowadays, uh, there's coaches like myself or tons of other guys who have been there who have fought and who can relay that information to the young fighter. Oh, this is how I did it, blah, 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 right? Mm -hmm. Back then, there was nobody. Nobody would say, this is how I did it because nobody had done it, right? Yeah. This was a brand new sport. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was, it, it, was, it was hard. It was hard. And it was not accepted by a lot of people. When we go train with the boxers, for example, they would kind of look down on us. And you know, say, oh, this sport will be, this sport will be banned in a year. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, little things like that. Yeah. So it was tough. It's very different than what it is now. That's for sure. And like getting fights and like, like monetary gain. I guess like that was pretty much minuscule like back then. Yeah, it was very different. It was very different. You know, it was almost like I always said it was like fighting for like doing a volunteer job. You know, you, you got to have a second job on the side that pays the bills. And then you got to do this because you love it. Mm -hmm. Like you're a volunteer, right? Mm -hmm. So did you work like a second job at that time when you were first starting? Like, like you had to for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I worked until I was until I was, uh, I would say like maybe 23, 24. And then I just started teaching on the side. Mm -hmm. And then like for, I know like, I don't know like when the UFC came to Canada, but like, was there any like organizations where it was like TKO around like back in the day or? T TKO was around. Uh, I fought, TKO was called UCC back in the day. Mm -hmm. Right? So you, it, it went up, they went up, that's, that's where GSP and David Loiseau got their start on an event called UCC, same promoter, mm -hmm. Stefan Patry, right? So he, he made it all the way to UCC seven or eight. I can't remember. I know I fought on the last UCC. And then after that, he changed the event to TKO. Oh, okay. And then I fought on that as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, I fought on that. I fought in a couple of shows in BC. Uh, if you remember David Lee, uh, Rory McDonald's first coach, mm -hmm. he was a promoter back then. He would put on events. Yeah. Okay. My yeah. first fight, though, my first fight was an underground fight in a warehouse. Okay. And there was no, I mean, this was in, this was in 98. Mm -hmm. right? So there was, remember, people still had beepers back then. So to know the address, to know where the event was, you had to call the beeper. So you had to page someone, and then they would call you back and tell you that address. Oh, jeez. Right? Just to make sure that you weren't a, you weren't a cop. And then it was some, some warehouse in, uh, Somewhere house in, in Vancouver, somewhere. Yeah. So Dennis Hallman was on the card. Mm -hmm. Jeff Munson was on the card. Caleb Starnes. There were some, some pretty notorious characters, fighters. Yeah, it was like like yeah. those like well known guys. Like like those like MMA veterans. So it was yeah. like underground. It was it was like that stuff you find in the movies, like underground. 
It was exactly, <laughs> it was exactly <laughs> like that. The crowd, the crowd was like that too. It was like gangsters, you know. Oh, geez. Were you intimidated at all? Like, or you were just so passionate about fighting that you're like, "F it, like I'm down." I, mean, I was, I was nervous. Because, I, I was intimidated. I was nervous because it was, it was a fight. I was scared, but it was, you know, you don't, you don't have time to think about it. And I mean, that's also, it's you don't know any different. Mm -hmm. It's my first fight, mm -hmm. and I mean, I had been to other MMA fights in Vancouver, and I'd seen what it was like, and that's what the scene was like. Mm -hmm. It was Hell's Angels, gangsters, you know. So it's to me there was you know there was nothing else to compare it to. Oh dang, yeah. <laughs> it was just normal. It was normal. So how would they pay out? Bare knuckle too. Oh, it was bare knuckle. Yeah, of course. Oh jeez. So how would they yeah. like? How would they compensate you guys? Like they just give you cash, or I mean, yeah, yeah. I think I got paid five hundred bucks for my first fight. <laughs> that's that's not that's actually not bad for a first fight. Okay. A lot of guys nowadays, like promoters, are cheap. They'll get a bunch of tickets to sell, maybe a hundred bucks extra. Five hundred is not bad for. Remember, this was like I'd never fought before. Mm -hmm. No, there was no no amateur MMA back then, right? It was just straight pro, mm -hmm. right? You just fought, so. Jeez. Yeah. Holy smokes. And then there was like even a doctor around, like in case you guys got hurt or anything? I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't remember that at all. I just remember our dressing room mm -hmm. was the, both dressing rooms for both corners was tiny. It was like the size of a little kitchen and with a curtain in the middle separating the two sides. Oh, jeez. And I just remember the guy who fought before me was just on his hands and knees in the corner just puking all over the floor <laughs> okay. and i was trying not to get puke on my sh on my feet and my shoes i was like oh gross yeah well was he puking because he was like super nervous pretty much no because he he fought and he he, he got hit right he, uh, maybe just you know a combination of everything i don't know it's, it happens to people sometimes okay you know and you mentioned it was bare knuckles so what was the rule set like back then like in that underground just no bite <laughs> no biting no eye gouging no sh no shots to the groin and you could grab hair and everything and i had hair at the time <laughs> okay and i remember i remember my friend told me hey you should have shaved your head they're gonna grab your hair he's gonna grab your hair and then just feed you uppercuts with one, with the other hand and i i got paranoid so i put vaseline all in my hair so oh. the guy wouldn't be able to grab my hair and then as i'm in i'm as it was in a ring as i get in the ring i try to fix my hair and i get vaseline all over my hands so i thought i was gonna have to i, I start panicking in my head i'm gonna try to grab the guy and my hands are gonna slip so i try to wipe it on my shorts oh man oh man it's one big mess yeah shoot i was think i was around 19 i think 1920 yeah yeah but i won in 15 seconds real fast oh. it was good and the, the, my opponent was had uh maurice smith in his corner so you know remember maurice yeah i remember maurice smith yeah OG, oh OG of OG, yeah man. <laughs> yeah it must have been intimidating it's like oh crap he's in his corner like oh, oh my god <laughs> when i saw maurice i started shaking i was like oh my god i hope they don't see me shaking <laughs> man those are tough times like yeah like if a guy wanted to